This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode number five, Always Have a Safety Word. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash Diablo. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Shattered Soulstone can now be found on Stitcher Radio. Go to stitcher.com slash soulstone. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R dot com slash soulstone. All one word. Register the promo code soulstone to be entered to win a $100 prize and you will automatically add Shattered Soulstone to your favorites when you install the app on your smartphone. That's stitcher.com slash soulstone. You have quite a treasure there in that Horodric cube. From the far reaches and burning depths of sanctuary comes Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo podcast. It's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here. Now, your hosts, Nevik, Breja, and Jen. Stay a while and listen. Welcome to episode number five of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Friday, December 16th, and I am your host, Nevik, and I am joined by my two co-joeys and a special guest tonight. Brasia, happy birthday. How are you? Thank you very much. I'm doing great. Enjoying my 22nd birthday. Got new headset. Got new comfy (laughs) chair to sit in. I am ready to go. 22nd birthday. 22nd. <laughs> Happy 22nd birthday. Hey, thank you. Mm-hmm. My, you see, my, my mom, she's been celebrating her 21st birthday for a number of years now, so I guess I'm technically older than she is, which makes no sense at all, but, you know. All, all the timey-wimey, yeah. wobbly thing. That is that kind of thing. <laughs> yep, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Let me explain it that way. <laughs> And Jen, how are you tonight? I'm still alive, despite fighting allergies. Wasn't too sure I'd make the show today, but here I am. I'm glad that you did make it, because otherwise it would just be Brasia and I and our special guest, who I will introduce now. Curly is our special guest tonight, and some of you may or may not know of him, but he was recently on the Control Out Wow podcast, and I was so enamored with his appearance on the Control Out Wow podcast that I was like, Oh... I was like, oh my god, I gotta get this guy on the show because he is a Diablo player. <laughs> or was a Diablo player. And For the three minutes I talked about it on Control Out Wow. That's all it takes, you know? That's all it took. And then, Glad to have you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm very honored to be here. Thanks. Well, I feel like I'm amongst royalty. That's, oh that's extremely generous. <laughs> we didn't go that far yet. Yeah, we're, <laughs> At least we're only for five me. episodes in. We're, okay, I'm, I'm down with the serfs. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I, I brought Curly on the show tonight because this this is something that we're going to be doing. Uh, I, I want to get listeners on the show, and I want to interview them. I want to find out, you know, what makes them a loot deviant and, and you know, fi- find out. S- see if we can find a common thread between all of us Diablo fanatics, uh, other than the loot, I mean. <laughs> and so, let, let's, let's get on with the interview. So, Curly... 
what yes. is your history with Diablo? Well, it's funny, um, and it's a, a little thing that ended up shaping pretty much, you know, my entire life after it was done was it was a random birthday present from a roommate back in like 97 or whatever after Diablo 2 had come out. I was a reader of Dragonlance books. One of my roommates at the time, I lived with three other people. She saw that I read these books. She picked up the Diablo game. Again, random whim, it was like on sale at GameStop for, you know, whatever. And, you know, there began my my geek downfall in terms of gaming. Again, to me at the time was what I imagined Dungeons and Dragons to be realized on a computer in front of my face, something I could see, something I could hear, and played it into the ground. And same with Diablo 2. Um, although it's funny, I had forgotten. I mean, when did, I mean, what was that, 10 years ago it came out? A long, Diablo long time ago, yes. So long ago. So, um, you know, I I was listening to the last couple of podcasts you guys put up, and uh, just to do some research and stuff. And you had mentioned the class, the assassin. Mm-hmm. To- totally forgot it had even existed. Never played it. Yeah, assassin and barbarian were the classes I stayed away from. Um, Good, and- man. Good man. Good <laughs> man. <Christina. laughs> well, and the, no and, the war- and the warlock too. I'm mean, not the warlock. Uh, the the necromancer. Because I couldn't figure it out. And I had the same problem with, you know, that other big MMO that Blizzard does. That, uh, are we not supposed to talk about it on this one? <laughs> no, we're, we're all World of Warcraft yeah, players. Oh, all right. The first year I was playing WoW, I had no idea what I was doing. I was putting points into things. I was wearing armor that had agility when I was a healer and all this other business. And <laughs> so when I think about how I played Diablo back then, when I think about it now, I think I played it wrong. Because <laughs> I, I just didn't... <laughs> <laughs> didn't really I didn't get what a point system was I didn't get the whole you know you want to wear this type of armor with these kind of stats for this particular type of character kind of a thing you know I'm sitting there trying to figure out why I can't equip my katans on my sorceress oh. <laughs> you know <laughs> okay so so wait wait you just said the magic word you, you said sorceress yes Oh, what? no. <laughs> now we know Frost. why you're the first guest on the show. <laughs> um, Man, that's just a massive coincidence, but oh my goodness, that's that's amazing. So, Well, what I used to do, and I'm like one of those kind of people that creates backstories for my characters, because I'm very into lore and all that kind of stuff, and I think at some point I actually wrote some little fan fiction all about Diablo. And But I know you guys were talking about the books too, but you know, we'll get to that a little later. But um, she beat Diablo, and then you, you could carry that high-level character into another campaign, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my little world, my sorceress, her parents were killed by those skells. Remember yep. those little jumpy little skells that you would run into, like, immediately? So she oh. would go... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, and yep. there was, like, 30 of them. So she had been driven crazy by her, her hatred of these little things. And she would throw one of those frost orbs into a group of them and just kill them all, you know. And so yeah, so that's 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 my game, you know. That's the way I kind of game. And I did a druid. 
Druid, I, I actually never played too much, but so okay, so you were you played as a sorceress. Did you did you play as primarily a frost orb sorceress, or did you branch out and, and have multiple sorceresses? Sorcerai? Where where you tried different builds? Yes. I remember Frost the most. Because it was the most effective. Yeah. Yeah. The Sorceress and the Druid are the only two I finished with. Although, I think I tried a Paladin because you were talking about that spell where the hammer spins outward. Right. Yes. I thought that was the coolest thing ever just to look at. But again, it was a mechanic I couldn't quite understand, so I didn't use it correctly. (laughs) And a Glamazon. I love the Glamazons. Glamazon. <laughs> with with all of the different builds that I've I've heard of, I don't think I, I'm struggling to remember what a Glamazon was. Oh no, I just call them Glamazons oh. because they were tall broads with javelins. You know what I mean? It's like oh, I, I see, uh, I see. I have a propensity to lean towards the female characters. I don't know why. I just like them lots, which is why I'm excited that you can pick male or female in Diablo Three for your stuff. Mm-hmm. I've already decided my wizard will definitely be a female, and it's she's not going to be a wizard. She's going to be a sorceress because, you know, I, I don't want to be a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hermione. <laughs> I, I'm not, not going to be using any wands. Forget that. Yeah. I'll be using a big two-handed axe. Petrificus totalis and such. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I always play female characters because I started gaming before they actually had female characters you could play because they didn't think girls gamed. So now every time well, there's a game that has female characters, that's what I'll play. Well, I was a rogue in the first one. Yes, it was. was a rogue. <laughs> yeah. And I let the pew, 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 pew over and over again. It was awesome. I loved her. She was, she was it. Yeah. That's what I played in the first one, too. It was so much fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. I never finished the first one, I don't think. Oh, I, I never did played a couple it all times, the but I never made it to the second game because I don't think my computer ran it or something. But yeah, so awesome. So you know how cool it is to play the Rogue too. That's nice. I'm bummed that they didn't carry over a Druid into three. I think that would have been cool. I think they should add a priest of some kind with the heavy religious undertone of the game. I think a priest would add a lot to it. Plus, I kind of like the idea of a priest uh, in general. Sanctuary needs its padres. Yeah, it's actually kind of interesting that there's no paladin in Diablo 3. And actually, we, we, we did get an email about about that. So I'm not going to read the email right this second. But there's no paladin. There's no druid equivalent. And it's, I mean, it's quite obvious that they're already planning for two expansions. So we're going to see new classes in those expansions. It would be interesting if there was a priest or may- maybe what they'll go with is um, a cleric or something, you know, combine the paladin and priest idea into one. I just, I don't want a, a straight up paladin, mainly because I don't like, <laughs> I, I, I want a priest of some kind, but uh, I liked the cleric in um, Aeon, Ion. Mm-hmm. They had a, a very Dungeons and Dragon esque priest where you could actually wear armor and heal stuff that wasn't a straight up because they also had the Templar. Yeah, I love the idea of a of a well armored 
healer that isn't strictly a paladin. Angels and demons and such need their priests. It is a little interesting that they that they did not include a religious archetype in the in the game. I think I might know why. If you look at the books, to summarize greatly in the the Sin War series, which is supposed to take place before Diablo One, that whole thing, the characters in those books that are priests are very much devoted to either the angels or the demons. One or the other. Put, yeah, sure. and it would put the character playing it kind of. I don't know, like leaning to one group or the other, and maybe they don't. At odds, you know. Yeah, at odds, especially. And if you're fighting those groups, you know, then yeah, you know, that'd be a little, little weird. Yeah, it's, and I, I just I can't help but feel like we are going to be taking down some angels in Diablo Three. I, I just have that feeling. Well, I mean, you know how in like in in religion, like angels are not. The fluffy, lovey-dovey kind of figures that we've been led to believe they are. Like, you know the movie Legion? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's Sam Raimi. You know, it's like the eat the... What is it, those movies we does with the weird the weird kind of... Oh, I can't remember the name. Eat the Living Dead type of movie. Oh, okay. Oh, Army of Darkness. Those I know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's it, Army of Darkness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same... I think it's the same director, but it's, you know, Angel's... You know, angels are, although they they are ruled by a, you know, a body of good, they are unsympathetic to mortal weaknesses. And mm-hmm. so they're not always, you know, come let me pet your fluffy wings kind of a thing. And, um, <laughs> <What> <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, I, well, I know it, what you're saying, though. And the, the idea of sanctuary, a mortal realm created by these demons and these angels who are not governed by a superior body, i.e. the devil or, or a god. What a horrible place to live. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what the books are about. <laughs> yeah. The first three you know, I never, I never read the books because I didn't want the books to take away what my own perception of Sanctuary was. Isn't that crazy? Well, I could see no. why the books would do that. It would definitely yeah. you know, create it for you. And it would either match your thoughts or not. So, yeah. Right. So I I tended to stay away from the books because, like I said, I would build my own character history, everything history in my head. And I didn't want the books to kind of differ from what I had read. But now that I'm a grown up, mostly, (laughs) um, (laughs) I, I should. I've been actually thinking about picking up the books. I highly recommend them. I've read most of them, I'm rereading them. They're really good. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are, I mean, some of them were uh, published a while ago, no? Yeah. There was, mm-hmm. um, the first series was published, God. Like in the ago. 90s. Yeah. Something like that. And then the second series, the Sid Wars, the second series, but it takes place chronologically first, so go figure. Um, those were, let's see, God, it had to be like 2000. This is 2007. So, and R- yeah. Richard Knack is one of those authors that I've kind of followed just because he writes books based on the kind of things that I am into. Dragonlance, Dungeons and Dragons, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and Warcraft. Um, so, uh, Christy Golden needs to write a Diablo book. That'd be interesting. Because Knack's that written most be. of them, not all of them, but um, yeah. a few. So it'd be interesting to see what she'd bring to the uh, It might be series. too dark for her. It's pretty dark. <laughs> There's yeah. some things in these books where you're like, oh, okay. Well, you know, um, they had a they played one of the gameplay cinematics, 
And I gotta tell you, you know, when I was taught when on Control Out Wow, when Vrishna was talking about um, Diablo, and I wasn't kidding when I said I was all of a sudden awash in all these memories. And uh, again, right now, even goosebumps, I'm getting goosebumps. But <laughs> the um, that chord, the Diablo music, that one chord with the with the guitar. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's like I could listen to that little part and that the little fluty thing in the background. <laughs> you know, it's like it's yeah, the best it brings ever. it brings back memories for me as well. In fact, so much so that um, when uh, that development team brought on Matt Ullman to do. Uh, the soundtrack for Torchlight, and you, you uh, play Torchlight. Yeah, it's not. It's not a ripoff. It is. <laughs> it's, it's Diablo two. Diablo two, the cartoon. You know? Right. And, and Torchlight was an awesome game. Don't don't get me wrong. And I'm really looking forward to Torchlight two. But can you it, only play that on an iPad? No, Torchlight can be played on almost anything. In fact, I imagine at some point it'll be playable through Google Chrome, just wow. like a. a yeah, well, Bastion is now playable through Google Chrome, so there's no reason why Torchlight couldn't be. But in, anyways, th- this is a Diablo podcast, not a, not a Torchlight <laughs> podcast. The development team, you know, they, they formed Runic Games. So, I mean, Torchlight 2 is essentially what Diablo 3 could have been, but I'm pretty happy with Jay Wilson behind the helm of Diablo 3. He, he strikes me as a very, uh, very knowledgeable um, producer, and I'm really looking forward to Diablo three. So, did you play online, or were you? Did you play mainly single player? I tried online, but my computer wasn't fast enough. It took three hours to download Battle.net, and then when I got in with other people, they moved so fast I couldn't keep up. Uh, um, oh no! Yeah, I so think that I, happened I, to a lot of people. Yeah, so I tried it, and I remember the first thing that comes to my mind was how raunchy everyone was. I have <laughs> but, no idea what you're talking like, about. That was like Yeah. Oh, no. Like, it, it was almost like, you know, these people can't not take the ability to, you know, use completely foul, disgusting language in a group of people who they have no idea who they are. And I had, you know some degree of morality back then it's long since gone but um i I remember like i was mildly offended i was like who are these people and why are they saying these horrible things yeah um back back um, when the internet was just a fledgling little thing yeah yeah but um i do remember I, i was able to keep it together enough for us to take down the first boss uh, and Dario? Yeah. Uh, but then it fried, like, everything froze. Like, oh, as no. we were fighting him, everything froze. <laughs> it shut my computer, my, like, my sh- it shut my computer down. I mean, my computer was fine after that, but I only just did it the one time. I heard you guys talking about making, a like, a guild or whatever the equivalent's going to be for group play. Something like that. I, yeah, I think. This is going to showcase just how Nubish and... and um. Uh, what what's the proper phrasing that I'm looking for? Well, I ha- I haven't been as you know I haven't been scouring and staying on top of all the news. So, are there is there guild support? <laughs> Bridget, um, you know? No, there isn't right now, and they because they don't look at it the same way they look at an MMO. 
basically what they expect is that you'll be able to find your friends through Battle.net and basically create games yeah. individually and then add those friends to those games. Okay. Yeah. And and speaking of which, I'm going to slip a little bit of news in here. Blizzard just announced, what was it, yesterday, their, um, what Real ID should have been all along, <laughs> their, their battle tag system, where you can create mm-hmm. uh, you know, your own nickname. And it, it's essentially tied to Real ID. So, so you can real ID friend people through battle tags, and that's going live right now with the Diablo 3 beta, and they're testing it, I believe, right now, because they just did, they did a beta patch 8 came out, but you can actually go ahead and enable your battle tag right now, which I did. And Interesting. So you could use, like, a character name instead of your real name, and it wouldn't show up, or does it still, your real name still show up through the real ID? Just the name that you choose, and that name will appear in any game that you use uh, mm-hmm. that's associated with your Battle.net account, as well as, uh, like, if you post on any of the forums, that'll show up as well. Uh, okay, so people that wanted to have some amount of being anonymous can still do an, it. In an enemy? In a, yeah. in a, that's in why a, I didn't say that. Uh-huh. An that whole initial Battle.net fiasco is like yeah. one of my top ten. Like, that whole thing to me was so exciting. <laughs> the, the whole drama behind it? Oh my god. And did you guys listen to... Um, Inside Azeroth? Yes. And Steve's complete meltdown. David David. Yeah, yeah, sauna, right? His complete. I must, and you know, normally I don't get into things like that. Like I'm not a TMZ kind of guy, but um, I think I listened to his little rant like 900 times, and I, <laughs> I thought it was awesome. His little um, rage quit moment. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I think he had some valid points, but yeah, but not to not to get too off topic. But I, I love that. <laughs> so, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm glad that that was one situation where Blizzard realized, hey, you know what? Maybe this isn't such a hot idea. <laughs> Backpedaling is severely required. Yeah. yeah huh? Let's bring it back to to Curly in in your fondest game moments. What, what was there was there a moment above other moments that sticks out in your mind as one of those cool times you know like maybe a wind force dropped or something like that for you what i think of the most in terms of a fun fun memory was it would be on my druid there was a a section i can't remember the exact name of it but it was like this plateau that was all volcanic you had to fight these big abomination like things mm-hmm. that were on pet that were on kind of raised daises or whatever you had to get from one way from the beginning to the end and i had my druid which was feral or whatever the equivalent was and just being able to barrel right through it just that whole particular section and i apologize i can't remember the name of it it was close to the end um, uh, i think i remember what you're talking about the ariat summit I think so, and it, I know it went from it went from right to left instead of left to right. And you like, could like look down onto the landscape below. 
yes. when you're near the, near the end of it. Oh, yes, I yes, love yes, that. yes, 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 yes. And, and like, I, I died a lot, you know. <laughs> I, I, you know, again, because I, I don't think I played the game right for my entire length of the time I was playing it. Which so that, so... that area was a lot of fun to run through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, a there was all... lots going on. Yeah, you know, together. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, just having spec'd up, you know, and geared up and uh, all that stuff to the point where, you know, I really could just barrel right through it, which was fun. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was so long ago. I mean, I remember the whole experience more so Diablo 2 than the first one as just, you know, uh, a kind of a myriad of open windows of imagination and creation. You know, um, because again, because I create backstories and, you know, there was a point where I actually sit down, sat down and wrote a story, you know, um, which I'm sure was horrible. And it was handwritten in a notebook, if you can believe it. That would fit about the time frame, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it was for me, I had, although I couldn't play it and I didn't play it, I had a very, very distinct fascination with the necromancer class and the raised dead spell and just imagining in my mind what it would be like to be fighting these people and with you know my comrades who had been slain at my feet and seeing one of them's skeleton claw its way out of the body and start attacking me i mean that's some messed up stuff but it's awesome you know very diablo like <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, it's you know pretty twisted. Like it's dark, but it's it's very creative, and like that's the kind of things that I would think about, and you know, or or imagine, and you know, kind of stuff, and and all due to that game, you know. So that's I owe that whole block of of like the, this well of imagination in my brain to that game, you know. Great immersion that you have with the story and your character into the. I like that a lot. Well, part of it too was the physical difference between a barbarian and a necromancer. Like the necromancer in my story could not get over how big the barbarian was. Having spent his entire life in a mausoleum studying death, he's just used to these really skinny people who are probably pale and you know, then he meets this barbarian who is whose arm is probably bigger than his leg, you know, and is weathered by you know from being outside so and that and you know that that's just that's where my head goes like that's where my mind goes and all that kind of stuff so and weathered, weathered from the elements and and dumbed by the or dulled by the smashing of his head against rocks which is awesome i think there needs to be <laughs> is there a head dash skill for barbarian there needs to be right <laughs> like because i because i was because i'm like is there a skill I can't imagine a female barbarian head bashing. Well, why not? I suppose. <laughs> Red Sonya. That's all I can think of. Oh my god, that's the worst movie ever. Yes, I know. Actually, <laughs> Hercules with Lou Ferrigno. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. That may be the single, although I have to admit the audio, you know, the audio tracking for his voice was pretty amazing. It's the only amazing thing about that movie. <laughs> Do you remember he created Africa? Oh, 
Do you remember that? <laughs> that was so bad. It was awful. It was so bad. Uh, all I can think of is Hulk smash. When, yeah. When bringing up Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. Oh, he never ever said that. No, of course not. I think he did, but it's pretty much attributed now. <laughs> yeah. I saw he was actually on something like two years ago. He's still a monster, you know, and he's getting up there. And that takes a lot of work, you know, over 55. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's wow. like, you know, kudos to them. I still can't get the thought out of my head of Hulk Hogan and Brutus Beefcake. <laughs> now I might not be able to get that thought out of my head <laughs> so <laughs> alright let, let's let's try to get that thought out of my head um, so the whole sinister and um, demonic nature of, of Diablo in just spurred a whole lot of creative juices in, inside of you yes um, was there anything in particular about the actual gameplay mechanics or possibly just the loot that, you know, helped cement cement your addiction to Diablo? It had nothing to do with the loot, because again, I swear to God, I had no idea what I was doing. I'm like, oh, a sword, that's cool. Okay, next page, you know, kind of a thing. The graphics had a lot to do with it. Um, I think the first time I saw the updated version of Chain Lightning, I actually had to take a couple of deep breaths. At the time, as close to what I was imagining these things to actually look like. I'm somewhat ADD and instant gratification kind of a thing. I didn't always read what I was supposed to be doing. You know, you didn't really need to. <laughs> and, um, well, no, because I'd be walking around like a bonehead, not knowing what to do. I don't remember what quests were like. Like, I don't remember how the quest mechanic worked. It was pretty simple. Uh, there was, at least in Diablo 2, I don't, I can't really recall back to Diablo 1. I mean, was it go here, kill this, go here, grab those, and come back kind of a thing? Sorta. I mean, the, mm, kind of. The, the, the quests were very, like, broad in scope. Basically, it would be like, go kill this, you know, like, in Act 1 at least, it was like, Go kill! Um, oh my goodness, I can't remember that. That Blood uh, Raven. I remember. Yeah. That. Oh, in the, remember in the beginning? Oh yeah, Blood Raven. Oh my god! Holy yeah, moly! It's flooding back. Wow. Yeah, and her endless. Just she would keep summoning all those oh. crows. Or was it crows? No. Zombies. Zombies. Yeah. And if you didn't kill her fast enough, then uh, they'd be you'd, too you'd many. Get overwhelmed by an army. Oh. Yeah. You know what I do remember is uh, in the first game, before I knew, you remember the cinematic in the first game? There's a crow pecking out someone's eyeball. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, that blew my mind. Like, that, because you'd never seen anything like that before. At least I hadn't seen anything like that Not before. Not in a video game. Right. And, you know, my video game experience to that was the 25 cent game of Pac Man. You know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> although. I had a friend who was really into, um, like, Doom and... Doom was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and uh, there was a couple of others who I will never remember the names of. There were FPS, and there was one that, you know, it was a magic-like game, but there was corpses impaled on spears, and, you know, there was obvious, you know, destruction and death and, you know... 
this what is that sitting in the corner that's in the shade there is that someone who's alive is that something that's going to eat the guy's face off who just opened the door and you you know and there's a crow pecking out some dude's eyeball what what's that initially it was the graphics it became the progression you know i wanted to better my character and then it became my own imagination tied in with the lore and the stories that i created behind those characters you know do you yeah, write still? You, you know, you're saying you're writing stories uh, based in Diablo. Do you, are you a writer? Do you continue to write fiction? I wish I was. I really wish I was. I'm. I. I'm one of those people that I'll write a paragraph and think it's the worst thing that's ever been typed, and then delete it immediately. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> that's really hard when you get when you get into those kind of modes. I mean, I've done um, that too, but yeah. I did at one point to go back to referencing WoW, like when I race change or class change I have to come up with a story for what happened to the original tune okay. because it can't the tune can't cease to exist in my head <laughs> like, <laughs> you, need the, a, you need like a summary you need like closure I do yeah. I had a I had a female dwarf hunter that I wanted to race change to a worgen and it was the hardest thing for me to do because I'm like well what's gonna happen to my dwarf you know and so so she's now in Grizzly Hills living with the animals instead of killing them you know so that's you know so i, I do have a I do have a pretty crazy imagination when it comes to this kind of stuff and again i owe a lot of it to these games did i even answer your question yeah that was great yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> like sooner I, I later seems like gonna... you have a lot of uh, role-playing background did you used to play um dungeons and dragons or things like that sort i did um when i was 15 years old at, at, a, at a summer camp in Braintree, Massachusetts. The kids in my particular group, I don't remember what the heck it was, but um, there was one who was a DM. I had no, I had had no exposure to Dungeons and Dragons other than what my mother heard on the news. Oh no. Uh, oh no. Yeah. Like, remember back then, like, you know, kids were killing themselves because their characters were killed or so-and-so killed my character so I'm stabbing him to death in his sleep and kind of a thing. There was a case yeah. of kids that were doing, I mean, I don't know if it's an urban legend or not, but I've always heard about oh, there was these college kids, they were playing D&D and they did the whole live action thing somewhere and outside and the one kid ended up killing the other ones because he got too into the game or, or something and I don't know. Uh, yeah. the, the only thing I can think of when LARPing is, is brought up is lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. <laughs> LARPing. I just heard something. What is that? Live, Live action, action role, role play? play. Yeah. Ugh. At, at, um, at least with Dungeons and Dragons, it's not too crazy. Unlike the Vampire Masquerade LARPing. Yeah, I've actually done that, though. <laughs> I, um... Well, I, I, I guess it's appropriate that you're on the Diablo... You're on a Diablo podcast now. Probably. Well, yeah. do you listen to World of Warcast at all? I haven't yet. I have. This past summer, um, Mike had or Starman had a woman on who was the guild master of a roleplay guild. She actually caught my attention, and the way she talked about the way they did roleplay, because it's always been something that's kind of interested me, but I've never explored. So I emailed, she gave her email address, I emailed her, and if you don't have, like, a common denominator amongst all of you playing, or all of you doing the role play, it can get a little out of sync, 
you know what I mean? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. for the easiest thing to do is to stick to the game as much as you can because it's familiar. You know, if you reference an event or something, it's something that at least you would have heard about one way or the other. They had created all different. Not to say that this is wrong. This is just the way that they did it, and it didn't really work for me. Mm-hmm. You know, they had all kinds of other events and you know when they had when i went to my first group meeting <laughs> i had like major performance anxiety that's because you didn't know anybody i think right you know it's right. easier if it's a bunch of friends you hang out with anyway yeah and uh, i think it's something that i could enjoy but also a lot of role play servers really don't do role play at all you know like you might run into some people who would bump an uglies up in an inn somewhere. That's not really roleplay, role though. <laughs> yeah, that's not exactly <laughs> no, the point of roleplay. <laughs> it's a different kind of roleplay. It's still well, roleplaying. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> you know, but, I don't know. I've um, never think... done roleplay through, like, um, you know, other than, like, in person, roll the dice, and you can actually see people, and they're in the same room kind of thing. I've done it through that, but for some reason, mm-hmm. online, it's like, uh, no, I just can't follow what's going on. I've always had aspirations of doing roleplay, but I can't transition myself into thinking as a different person. And just, I, I always end up out of character anyway, so it's like... Well, eh. and you feel silly, you know? I mean, you, you, you just you, it depends you feel on, a little silly. You know, it's, it's like, it's oh, a- oh my god, I feel like a dork, you know? And it's like, um, <laughs> one of the guys that I PvP with, like, sometimes just to be complete boneheads... We'll put the, we'll put our when we're waiting for a battleground or whatever, we'll put our tunes on walk, and we'll walk through the town and we'll 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 speak out loud like you know uh, slash s, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and instead of talking to each other through vent, we'll talk through our tunes. On you can't imagine some of the like people will stop, watch, and then say something like horrible. You know, well, I mean, not something, not something horrible, horrible, but like, you know, the call us quacks or whatever and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and I can't imagine like if you're trying to seriously role play in an MMO that you wouldn't be disturbed by people kind of piping in their own baloney. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's something you don't run into when it's just your group of friends and you're at somebody's house and it's a controlled environment. Right, know? right. It's a lot more comfortable that way. Yeah. But always make sure you have a safety word. <laughs> yellow, yellow, yellow. Oh no. What we used to do, not a safety word, not going there. But um if you had to <laughs> if you had to like um say something like um I'm gonna go get a soda or something like that, you actually had to I can't remember what it was. Oh you had to excuse yourself. Yeah, you had to I think what we did was like we had you you had to like put your hand on your forehead, something you would never do in part of role play. It was like a hand gesture or something. Like you'd put your hand on your head and then you say, I'm going to go get a soda. I'll be right back. And then you'd go get the soda and come back. But if you didn't put your hand on your head before you said, I'm going to go get a soda, the rest of your friends were going, what, what is this soda you speak of? <laughs> you know? And you'd be like, oh my God, guys, just give me a minute. You know? Oh, then, yeah. it's, it's like that mythical stuff called snow. I'm still wondering what that is. I've seen it. I have, it is not fun. I can get funny. <laughs> Although it's been like 80 degrees here since September, which is highly unusual. I'm in Boston, nice. by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's been, it's been really cold here in Sacramento. <laughs> really cold. It's, 
I we've had real. a cold front out here in California, but I'm originally from. What is cold? If it's you not, tell me anything. Yeah. It's, it's not. I mean, I'm from the Midwest. Cold is when you walk outside and your sinuses freeze instantly and you can see your breath. That's cold. That ain't cold here. That's possible. It used to be. Oh, yeah, it's possible. Oh, my God. Uh, that was really cold get, and windy. Yeah. I used to get, when I was a teenager, I had really bad asthma. And if it was too cold and you inhale yeah, and, yeah. you know, it, like, freezes your lungs, I would have an asthma attack like that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's and then inhalers don't work really well in the cold either. No. And you try to breathe into a scarf, and the inside of the scarf would get all ice crusted. Mm -hmm. Delicious. <laughs> all, the, all these memories uh, that, that I can't share in, because I I grew up in California, essentially. I was born in Indiana, but I moved to, well, my parents moved to California when I was four, when I was a wee little lad. And I've, I'm a Californian, for sure. I mean cold to me is like below 50 i mean oh, if it gets below 50 i'm like oh my god it's freezing do you start <laughs> well you know it's california we trip over magic rocks and everything oh that's true and everybody out here freaks out when it rains and it just yes. no one knows how to drive when it rains it's really annoying. yeah that's because all the houses are gonna just float down the river or down the hill because <laughs> of all the rain and a, so, a lot of the locals here seem to think they're going to melt if they walk out in the rain. They'll, like, stand uh, in stores and stare at the little, like, you know, mist of rain coming down. I'll be like, really, people? What okay. a bunch of pansies. Good <laughs> lord. When it comes to weather, yeah. When I moved here from Illinois, I used to frighten people with tales of weather from the Midwest. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. That That's... That's enough out of character podcasting. So. <laughs> it's totally my. I do this to people. I'm oh, it's so fine. sorry. It's perfectly fine. I have absolutely no problem on tangents, but let's bring it back to Diablo so that so that we don't get a whole bunch of one stars. But uh, <laughs> what what are you most looking forward to in Diablo three? Definitely the cinematics and the continuation of the lore. Um, I just watched the most recently release cinematic the intro the in where the where the fireball hits the church and That's you know yeah. what's happened to Deckard Cade and um oh that was good <laughs> and uh his niece and I really do love women highlighted in alternate lore I stopped reading the Hobbit or the those books because there weren't enough women in them um there's very few. yeah there's one um, two. Two. Two? Two. Two. I, uh, I like, I like that the, the, the mantle You, you could almost consider three with Tom Bombadil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Is he someone I might know? Um, but, uh, the fact that the mantle has been passed to his niece, I think is awesome. But I want to know who his brother is. Who is the brother that that oh, yeah, this niece came point. from? You it know, has uh, to like, be someone. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely the further. The, I'm dying to see what they do with the graphics. Like, I'm really, really hot on what they're doing with the graphics. I can't imagine that it's it's been upgraded or is better since the preview from BlizzCon a year and a half ago or whenever it was. The arena play, I'm kind of looking forward to. Um, That'll be fun. Yeah. Although. There's no healer. You don't get it. There's no healing class, right? Well, that's fine because PvP is not um um ba basically 
what, would you consider it more like a the whole mechanic from like uh, first person shooters with deathmatch where you'll just respawn is essentially one of the game mechanics in the arena play it pretty much is that style yeah so so yeah, I mean if you, you die try to kill as many as you can in a certain amount of time yeah so basically you're scoring points for kills mm-hmm something like that I imagine that they may expand upon that and you know introduce more um, objective based PvP but at least I think what they're going with is just arena play because you know dueling was a big huge thing in in Diablo 2 and so they... is it going to be like a 2v2 team or is it just going to be people in there beating the stuffing out of each other PvP I... from what what was alluded to at at least BlizzCon or at least in previous um, interviews and everything. It's uh, three, v- 3 versus 3, and it's just arena. I, I don't think they're allowing for dueling or PvP in the the PvE no. environment or PvM or whatever you want to consider it. I don't, I don't think you can go hostile with other players. The PvP is essentially a separate entity of Diablo 3. Which is a good, good and a bad thing. I mean, will it require alternate specking and balance? <laughs> well, that, that's the nice thing about Diablo Three is um, basically you can respec. You don't have to create a separate character in order to do PvP, like you did in Diablo Two. Or did they even offer it in Diablo Two? PvP was in there. It was just it. It wasn't an official like arena style. It was just people going hostile with each other. Okay. And oh, that actually, that, that brings story time really quick. Um, I, I'm trying to remember exactly what class I was playing as. No, I was playing as my singing bard. That's right. And uh, that that's what? the only barbarian that I really enjoyed playing. But um, <laughs> because it was so different, it it was not a barbarian because you know you just it, you just shouted <laughs> and it was fun. But uh, oh, that's right, that's right. Okay, yeah. I think we were. It was me and an Amazon, and we were, uh, no, maybe, actually I think the player that came into the game was like 20 or 30 levels above me and this other player. I just played with random people on Battle.net. I, I was I was not scared of playing with random people, but this uh, player came in and he went hostile with us, and we were going, I believe it was in Act 5, we were going up the uh, the initial part of it. And so he goes hostile with us, and it was a Boazon using gu- uh, <laughs> guided missiles, I believe. And basically, I, I just I kept jumping around, and eventually I got right next to him and stun-locked him while my partner just devoured Bowed him down. Yeah, it was awesome. It was one of the best <laughs> PvP moments I've I ever had because this, that Boazon could have... No, it was a multi-shot Boazon. That's what it was. It wasn't a guided missile Boazon. It was a multi-shot Boazon. But yeah, oh man, it, what a memory. You know, just getting next to him and then just, I could just imagine like the little kid on the other side of the screen going, oh my God, I can't do anything. I can't do anything. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then, you know, like just, you know, like rage pudding and probably (laughs) trying to put a fist through his CRT monitor and then breaking his hand. So yeah, you had a destroyer of children. (laughs) (laughs) You had the war cry barbarian. Mm -hmm. Yes, otherwise known as the singing barb, which was awesome up until Nightmare. <laughs> I never did Nightmare. I never did the one where you had no map. You always had a map. 
there was one where you couldn't, or you didn't have a, it didn't tell you where you were or where you had been? I don't know. That doesn't sound familiar. But basically, a nightmare. Your resistances got dropped, and the monsters got tougher and had additional affixes on them mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that sounds really hard. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in hell, they introduced immunities, which was not fun as a charge Voltress when you'd come up across, come up charge Voltress. <laughs> came up to a lightning immune mon- monster, you're like, no, oh, I can't. yeah, that's right, because you couldn't do anything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, Charged Boltress was, was my spec. My preferred spec. You know what I do remember on my sorceress was there was this one dungeon that was maze-like. Well, there were a lot of mazes. <laughs> well, it was, I mean, very... There wasn't just one that was maze-like. <laughs> no, there was one specifically that was very, you know, and I used to get so frustrated on any other tune until I had Blink. Oh, yeah. There was one where you could Blink from, from you know, from hall to hall, and it was circular. It was a circular dungeon, and you had to get into the middle, and you had to unlock... The chains that were binding who's in my face or whatever it was, and you know, the, it was one of those where it was one of those places where I would die repeatedly, often and 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 annoyingly so, until because I would run into a wall and then all the mobs would be behind me and I couldn't get away from. Them. And on the sorceress, I could just blink from section to section and leave them all behind. That was awesome. Did assassins have a stealth? No. I don't believe so. No, I don't think they did. Assassins were more like what we're going to see in Diablo 3 for monks. Mm-hmm. A lot of, um, you know, build-up charges and finishing kicks. I remember trying to play an assassin. Never never could really get into it. Well, they had oh, yeah, the... There was also traps and everything they could set up, too. But I was too yeah. busy playing as a charged boltress anyways. <laughs> It was martial arts, shadow, discipline, and traps. And I didn't play shadow very much, so I'm not really sure what that entailed. Well, they were the ones that could use the katans. Mm-hmm. I know the, all the claws. That was fun. Yeah, I uh, yeah didn't get into the assassin at all. I, like I said, I'd forgotten the class even existed, which is terrible. But yeah, it was the druid and the dr- druid. I would say in order of preference, Druid, Sorceress, Amazon. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Sorceress, <laughs> wait. Druid, Amazon. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I, was, I was about to do a... <laughs> oops, we've dropped the call. Right. Oh, oops. Time to go yeah, on to emails. <laughs> yeah, we can't hear you. Are you there? <laughs> so, okay. Let's get to the final question of the interview. Um, what character class are you going to are you going to play in Diablo 3, or at least which is going to be the first one? <laughs> there, there's a right answer to this question. Wizard. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you really want to play? I'm still a little torn. Actually, it is a, a sorceress, um, although they're so squishy. At least I remember them as being really squishy Yeah. Um, in the beginning. Hopefully, my knowledge of how to play these kind of things will have improved in such a way where I won't die every five minutes. 
on the wandering skeleton that just happens to be right outside the starting area because I'm pretty sure that skeleton did kill me more than once. But uh, a witch doctor and a demon hunter. Although I want my demon hunter to have a pet. <laughs> you want the demon hunter to have a pet? <laughs> it's a hunter. <laughs> I know, it's like, is, is it such a thing as a demon hunt hard? Um, <laughs> oh, no. We could find one. <laughs> sure. Like, <laughs> can I tame some one of those little demons and use it as a tank? But yeah, but probably those are the three. Although... I've heard the initial reports that the demon hunter doesn't play very well. I thought they changed that though. I thought that was like I don't that was know a while ago. It. I heard that, so I don't know for I don't sure. Know. But I I'm heard probably going to play one anyway. So <laughs> yeah, because well, it starts they... with like I think it starts with the crossbows, right? Or gets them officially, mm-hmm. and that just sounds too cool. I th- I think the main issue that was um what what was coming out of the beta was uh the demon hunter didn't really have an AOE spell at all really in the beta and it made the demon hunter really lackluster and basically you had to you had to focus fire on on one monster at a time and over the course of the beta they've been increasing the uh the group sizes evidently from from what i've been hearing so but they rebalanced the demon hunter they were supposed to give the demon hunter an aoe spell earlier in the game but you know None of us are in the beta, so can't really, you know, can't really comment on it firsthand. I heard you say in the last podcast that you're thinking this won't be released until March or April. That depresses me greatly. Yeah, that's my feeling. I mean, I would be so happy if it came out in February. Although not at the beginning of February, probably the end of February, because beginning of February I'm going to be playing a different game. But Hmm, what could that be? (laughs) Uh, It's going to be reckoning. Kingdom of Amalur. I think you may have mentioned that. I don't know. So you need like a month to kind of play your game, and then, right. <laughs> then the other one can come out for yeah. you and it'd be okay. Yeah. 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 But but that's okay. Um, we have some emails, but we we've already gone an hour, and I don't. I'm really... so sorry. Oh no, no it's totally I'll okay. I'll be sorry at all, girly. Now, actually, actually, this is a great, great thing. This is a great thing because I don't want to do a two-hour podcast. I I don't I don't really want to become control wow just yet. But <laughs> can you believe we recorded we'll that show play. for three and a half hours, and I was so sick that morning. Um, I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> like I think after the taping, I I slept for like twelve hours. I was so sick. Oh my goodness. Uh... Well, Prillian does have that effect on people, so... It was a great... I had a great... She's awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah they're a lot of fun. As are you all. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but, but like I said, a- after hearing you on Control, well, I had to get you on to Shattered Soulstone. As, as soon as you mentioned Diablo, I was like, okay, that's it. Yeah, I was terrified, and I apologize for last week. I had a little local drama that kind of scooped me up out of my life for like a day and a half. It was awful. Well, no, it's perfectly Not fine because we ended up going an hour just by reading emails. <laughs> so. True. We should do a whole separate email cast. Well, that's essentially what we're going to end up doing now. Um, yeah. Episodes, episode six, will end up. We'll, we'll read the emails from that we've received over the past week, yes. and oh. 
Yeah, keep them coming in because they've been yeah. great emails. Yeah, and before I forget to mention it, because I didn't mention it at the top of the show, uh, we still we still have that contest going on to win the the clip case and the poster and the music CD. Well, not all, yeah, it was one prize, but you no, know, individually, separately. this is not a prize package. Yes. Yeah, it's right. one and one. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so still going on. So send in your email so you can be part of the contest. There's yeah, there's still a little bit of time left. December twentieth at eleven fifty nine. Wrong coast time. Thanks, Rylan Dune, for that. <laughs> I, I just realized I listened to episode four, and I'm like, I kept referring to my co-host Rylan Dune as my co-host, and I never realized that I name-dropped his name. And I was like, oh, people might not actually know who I was talking about. But, yeah, he keeps wanting to come on the show. I told him, no, no, this is not a <laughs> You're not Firefly him. and Hulu show. <laughs> <laughs> I think I caught that conversation earlier today through Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, not not until after he's played Diablo, then 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 we then can he talk. Can be allowed on. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, please send in your emails, and that email address is show at shatteredsoulstone.com. You can go to the blog at shatteredsoulstone.com and leave a comment on the actual contest post. That will also get you an entry in there, and I we'll, we'll figure out how to you know get in contact with the commenters. We'll figure out some way of, of handling that. But, um, yeah, there's still a little bit of time, and this episode will go out before then because Jen's husband is amazingly awesome at editing. And just words cannot express <laughs> just how much I hate audio, audio editing, which if anybody's ever listened to Control It and heard my, my little um, five-minute segment, se- se- <laughs> oh, my goodness, segment. boy. That's what I meant to say, segments, not, not sex. I want to hear your five-minute segments. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do that on another show. <laughs> yeah. You, you, usually oh, that those... would work doing this on a Friday night. <laughs> Control-Alt-Behave. Control, this is Shattered Soulstone After Dark. But, uh, <laughs> Quite different yeah. from in the morning. <laughs> yeah, uh, generally those, those end up being like about 15 minutes of me just mumbling and st- stumbling all over my words and then about two hours of editing to make it coherent. So. Oh, I don't sounds... know if it's two hours. So. There, there's, a, there's a guy, and if, if it is you, I'm so sorry. There's a guy that does segments for the instance. No, not me. No. You sound exactly like him. It's not, um, oh, I don't listen to those segments anymore. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I can't remember who it is. Oh, but, um, I like, I'm, I'm like, is that you? I'm like, it's, it's no. not, okay, no. sorry. My, my claim to fame is not, is not through. With your Nevikoof, yeah? Yeah, Nevikoof. <laughs> I, I, I don't play on the Skojo server. Although I do have a character there, but I don't play there. But all right, so <laughs> before we close out the show, just um, there will be a link in the show notes to the opening cinematic for those listeners out there that haven't seen it because it was really shown good. on the Spike VGAs. And it's and really awesome, and you all should go watch it. Yeah, the, if you the other want one to play too. Diablo before this, you're going to want to after seeing this cinematic. Mm-hmm. The other one too, where she gets pulled, where she's like faced off with what's his face, the big fat one. Oh, Asmodan. Yeah, yeah, that one blew me away. <laughs> I was like, wow, it's so awesome. Yeah, 
was this opening cinematic what you guys were thinking was going to happen before they started playing it? Like I the very it. first one? Yeah, um, when they showed it at the VGA Awards last weekend. Oh, yeah, the I missed opening. it. Um, I it's the one that we're going to have in the, um, the show notes, the opening cinematic yeah, for Diablo. Yeah, we'll be in there. The end of days. The first sign shall appear in the heavens. Justice shall fall upon the world of men. The armies of light and shadow will clash across the fields of eternity. are correct <laughs> the powers of hell could already be on the move the world must be told of the coming darkness you do believe me don't you Leah it has had in my mind I knew they were going to play the opening cinematic like I did not expect it to open up the way it did and have what it was oh that, um, that did artwork. you guys expect it to be like that as an artist myself that opening that was so cool it was um, so cool <laughs> I was like blown away I was like oh my goodness there was a lot of hype going into it and it lived up to it oh my goodness that just uh, seeing all the angels streaming down from from the heavens, and all oh. the light coming and from them was really in neat. pencil. Yeah. yeah, you know, I so wish I could draw. I can't even draw a bath. You know, it's like I I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Just takes practice. But um, like to, I mean, it's very simply drawn and so beautiful, and it just sucks you right in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it reminded me of a um, like reading one of those graphic novels 
Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they also on the angels had just this beautiful spread of their wing interwoven into their actions. And I mean, it did, wasn't like like the Asmodon one where you could see this creature moving and how just powerful and strong it looked. It looked graceful. It looked it really captured you, and it just it was not what I was expecting. And it was just even better than I was expecting. And I really think that this um, opening cinematic really is going to give everyone a sense of the type of story that developed for Diablo 3. Mm-hmm. I love it. They're in a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or what to me appears to be a church. I love that. I it's love that. It's got the stained glass, which looks a whole lot like material. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I am not... I am not a religious person. I don't study religion, you know, I mean, in terms of the lore of the game and how I, how I interpret it as a very, you know, it's got a a very deep sea undercurrent of religion. The fact Mm -hmm. that it's in a church and a destroyed church and (laughs) it's, it's so cool. I believe the center stained glass window is of Imperius who is just awesome. Mm-hmm. In fact, you you actually see him kicking some major butt in that in that intro cinematic. He's just he is the badass of the archangels. He is the angel of valor, whereas Tyrael is the angel of justice. I got two more things out of that opening cinematic, which really kind of hit me. And first of all, is going back to something Curly said during the interview was the fact that you're looking at not not good versus evil, but I'm looking at angels are order versus demon chaos right and it's just like you have this order um just a stained glass window and all of a sudden chaos breaks right through it and just this introduction to the storyline says okay now we know what happened to deckard kane i remember going to diablo 2 oh we have to go find deckard kane what happened to deckard kane how did he get over there you know to begin with why did he get captured well this time you know going into the story we know something happened to deckard kane and why leah is now the focus of the story Mm-hmm. I want to avoid spoilers, but <laughs> yeah, well, just he just oh, Today, you know sorry. something. It's, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, no, he just he just said what was in the cinematic. Yeah, well, yeah. it's and if you looked well, yeah, at the, I don't think... if yeah, if you looked at the pregame gameplay video, you mm-hmm. see what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Deckard Kane, he he was imprisoned by demons and he survived. So certainly he most likely survived. An angel falling through that stained glass window. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that cinematic just blew me away. I, I oh god, wish I, I had a beat the first, one. the first one. Of course, part of it was the fact that you know the knowledge that the game was now coming, but like the meteorites falling from the sky, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. Like I remember, I'm like, el- my elbows on my desk, my face cupped in my fist with my you know eyes as close to my monitor as is healthy you know so it blocks out everything real i can just see the cinematic you know (laughs) kind of like zooming all the way in when you're on a flight path and i love that it's always dark you know it's always like does the sun ever rise in sanctuary you know it's like well we know we know that it does because it's it was bright in um Oh, God, I can't remember the name of the Sandy Town in Act 2. God, what was the name of that town? Brasia, help me out. <laughs> was that the one we like, running through the desert? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, look, Gulane? Yes, yes. <laughs> we know that it gets sunny every now and then. Yeah. Thanks for stealing my dark, man. <laughs> well, it only gets sunny until you have to go down and fight mummies and demons inside the crypts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we'll get dark again. And then the bugs. Oh, God, I hate those dune bugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, I just never liked them no matter what character I played against them. And they were almost <laughs> always lightning enchanted. Exactly. Oh. We are definitely going to save the emails for our next episode, which we will probably do shortly. I, I don't know. We have the contest winners to announce probably in our next episode, so we'll probably do the emails in that one as well. But I did want to thank everyone for listening to episode five of the Shattered Soulstone, a Dawn Forge production. Uh, <laughs> we would like to thank Medros for hosting our show. You can read the show blog and listen to the show. I'm sorry, listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulstone.com. We are also found on Stitcher Radio, and I believe at some point we might be coming to Zoom. I think Medros was working on that um, for uh, Spider Cav. He, he was he was he's a Zoom user so but uh, the uh, Stitcher thing abated his uh, need for to not have to listen directly from the website but anyways uh, you can find us on Twitter the show account is Shattered Stone I am Nevik James Brazier is Brazier Priest and Jen is Queen of Haiku we are on Facebook and Google Plus and we cannot do this show without you so please send in your contributions questions and feedback to show at charteredsoulstone.com and until next time for me for Jen and for Brazier always have a safety word <laughs> Big meteors, fuzzy guys. Yellow, yellow, yellow. <laughs> this has been a Dawn Forge production, copyright 2011. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com. <laughs>